Welcome back to everyone's favorite convention-related podcast, Con Job. This week, Ryan and Alexa do a review of Rhode Island Comic Con, which took place November 4th through the 6th in Providence, Rhode Island. Hope you enjoy it. Without further ado, Alexa, how's it going? Uh, it's a driving. It's a driving. Oh, so what is where? Where's the drive from this time? Uh, well, coming uh coming across from uh, uh our topic of discussion this week, Rhode Island, and hitting uh, Twin Cities Con in Minneapolis. All right, so then I guess that brings us into what the show is about. We're going to be discussing or doing a review of Rhode Island Comic Con, which happened in Providence, Rhode Island, uh, November 4th, 5th, and 6th. Correct. So, correct. Correct. So what uh, What do we got? What do we got? Let's. Uh, where do you want to start? Because um, load in, you know, we, we happen to stay together on this one, so uh, we both got some... Uh, some one-eyed Willie time. We got to hang with the dog. It's true. He's uh, I, I, and I keep saying it. He's pretty awesome. He's cute. I'm not gonna lie. Very smart. <laughs> uh, and uh, doesn't whine all night, which is kind of interesting. Which is amazing, by the way. Yes, because he's a puppy. Um, so let, let's let's kind of kind of go where we always go. Um, I, I want to preface this by mm. saying. That, um, that my I wasn't going to do this show. Um, you know, I I put in to be on the wait list, um, but I, I assumed that I was pretty far down. Uh, you know, one one of our friends ended up having a, a family issue and they couldn't uh, couldn't attend the show. So um, you know, we talked to the promoter and was able to you know to get me into the show because um, they were willing to you know to give up the booth. And because of how late I got in, um, the promoter wasn't able to do any adjustments on the floor plan. So I want to I want to preface that by by saying this because when we get into the, the review, it's going to be uh, there's going to be some, some frustrations and some concerns and whatnot. So um, let's talk about load in. Yeah, loading was great for me. I showed up Friday morning with you, and uh, you had been there the day before. But I walked right in that front, right in that back door, and my booth was literally right by the door, and it really could not have been easier. Right? Yeah, you uh, you lucked out. Um, my, my Uber driver was awful. I'm not gonna lie, though. It's true. It's true. They uh, they made you share the van with the dog. <laughs> um, no, the you know the load in for me. I I didn't get there until I think three o'clock on Thursday afternoon. Um, you know, I, because I, I had such a short turnaround time finding out that I was doing the show. Um, you know, I had to make some stuff and make it stuff ready to go. And I left, I think it was Wednesday at like 11 o'clock and just drove all night. Um, so I got there two, two, three o'clock and I start loading in. Um, look, this, this loading dock, you've got, the. Uh, it used to be the Dunkin' Donuts Center which is like the hockey arena and it's attached to the convention center. Um, and they use all the space and the hockey arena, you basically just unload and walk right through a door. Um, the loading dock here is about the same size as, 
actually it's a little bit smaller than uh, the Dallas's loading dock. Um, and when I got there, there was a line. You go up this uh, this very steep inclined ramp, and uh, you know you get in, and then there's another small inclined ramp to get to the convention center. Uh, it took me about an hour and 45 minutes to unload, uh, just because I had so much product that I brought with me, and uh, you know it was, it was such a, a walk to to the booth. You couldn't pull the floor, um, but it was still pretty easy. You know, you walk in, you uh, you pick up your packet, you fill out your tax form because that's one thing they make you do um, is you know is fill out the tax form there because they they require you to pay the taxes on site, um, which we'll get into a little bit later on as well. Um, but then you know they tell you where your booth is, and boom, you're uh, you're off and running. So not uh, not not terribly hard. Um, you know, every everything with that. Was uh, was pretty easy. Yeah, I, like I said, it was. Uh, I had no no issues whatsoever with it. I was very. I mean, they're all like that for the most part, but it was nice having the booth literally right there. Oh yeah, yeah. I I'm not gonna lie. I was a little jealous <laughs> considering uh, considering my location, but uh, um, yeah. I mean, being able to walk right in and set up was was pretty fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so my, my load, I mean, we got, uh, what have three tables there. I was on that little end cap, had plenty of space. It was, it's different than most conventions. This one's a 10 by 12 instead of a 10 by 10. Yeah. The, the, the inline booths are six foot deep by, by, uh, 12 foot wide. Right. Which is a crazy size. I mean, that's, that's 72 square feet versus. 100 square feet, you know, for uh, for an inline, and then 120 square feet for what they call an in cap. Um, right. And I know for, for me, it like that the odd size of being an in cap kind of made it up to uh, you know to to line out my my booth setup. Yeah, it was a little like like I said, a little different, a little different than what we're used to. But we made it work. We made it work. Uh, yeah, I got I got set up. Um, I finished setting up Friday uh, Friday morning, early afternoon, and uh, doors opened, and it wasn't as busy as is what I had hoped for. You know, for Friday it was their ten year anniversary, and you know I was I was thinking you know people would be uh, would be flooding the doors on Friday. Did you see anything different? No, I mean, I didn't go out and check. Normally, I'll go out and look at the, you know, the, the people lined up. But I, I would say it was relatively busy. Like, what did it start at? Three, right? Two o'clock yeah. for two o'clock for VIP. Um, Correct. Yeah. And um, it was it was okay around 3.30 is when I noticed. I was like, okay, it's starting to really pick up in here for, for a Friday. And then... Um, I'd say by about, it was three to nine or two, you know, two to nine, whatever. Uh, by about, uh, for this one was a little different. I'd say about 8.30 is when I really noticed it was tailing off. Yes. So it, it, yeah. it's normally, my, my, my thing is always like one hour, it starts to tail, you know, before close, it starts to tail off. This one was a little closer to um, a half hour. But um, we had, or I had, um, during the VIP, I had a, a one 
big sale where we sold two of the, you know, I only brought eight canvases with me. I sold two of them during the VIP to right. one person. So that, I mean, that's huge. You know what I mean? That's, that's a big sale right there. Well, and I know during, uh, during, during the VIP, I, I ended up having a fairly large sale as well. Um, but uh, unlike the rest of your day, because I know you had a pretty decent Friday, um, that big sale was about a third of my sales for the day. Um, you know, I was on the, uh, on a side where I had a column, uh, you know, a four by four column, um, a couple feet off of the, the end of my booth. They kind of split the, uh, the traffic. I was also next to photo ops, um, which we'll get into for Saturday. Um, and it was just, it was really slow on, on my aisle. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I had a pretty good. I mean, my, my, where my booth was, was there, there was a food, you know, um, stand alcove. I mean, I don't know how to describe it. You, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. It was a little, uh, one of the little, just the little concession stand. Concession stand. Yeah. But it was like, you walked into, it It wasn't like the one where you walk up to it and there's like a desk. This one, you walk in and grab your stuff. And then there was bathroom right there too, which I thought was pretty good. So people had to eat and people had to use the bathroom. So they saw, they saw my booth. So I thought that was good. Yeah, you had a you had a fantastic pop for the show. I'm not gonna lie, I uh, I was a little jealous. <laughs> well, I did re up and ask for the same spot, so don't get your hopes up. Yeah, oh, I know. Um, so Friday overall, how was it for you? Good. I was very happy with the Friday. Okay. Yeah, I was yeah, very I, happy with I, it. I, I was, as as alluded to before, I was a little disappointed, uh, considering I was kind of bored for most of the day. Um, you know, I had Willie with me. This was his very first convention. Um, so he was such a good little boy all day. And he was, uh, he was a draw to the booth. So I'm not going to lie. People were, uh, people were coming by. And if I had him out, it was just, you know, cuddle up with him or whatever. Um, they were going nuts over him. So I, uh, I, at least I got to hang out with my dog. That's all. That's a, that's a true story. And a very good one too. All right. So. <laughs> Let's let's get into Saturday because Saturday was the big day. It was, um, you know, for me Saturday started off slow. I I didn't have my first sale until almost eleven thirty. Um, you know, so VIP uh, was at nine thirty, so almost two hours after the doors opened. Wow, really? Yeah. I don't I don't think I knew that. Yep, I uh, I, I was extremely extremely nervous at that point you know i but again like i said you know my aisle was the photo op aisle and photo ops had started so everybody made their way over there um and you know when you're headed somewhere for a certain thing you're usually laser focused and that's exactly what was happening at that point right, lots of laser yeah. focus that's true that's true um, so, but now let's talk about your spot. Cause I know we had some issues, you know, we were talking about my spot. So my, my Saturday, like I was pretty good for the most part from right from open. I mean, I wouldn't say, you know, five minutes in, but a good, you know, cause I was toward kind of the back, but it was pretty steady for the entire day. Yeah. So, I mean, my, my spot, if you, you know, even the promoter had made a, had made a comment about, um, you know, about how the spot wasn't right for me. Um, 
my, my spot was kind of compounded, like the, the, just the severity of how bad it was. Um, you know, you've got a main aisle that's got a column down the middle. Um, my side of that aisle, you couldn't fit two people in between my booth and the column. Um, so, uh, you know, ba basically, people were like rubbing up against each other when they were looking at the booth. It was uh, it was frustrating. But um, photo ops on Saturday, those photo ops on Saturday, the, the company that was running them has a history of not um, not making some some great choices when it comes to scheduling, and they scheduled the two biggest celebrities that they had at this show at the same time. And it caused this massive, massive congestion in the back of the room where you couldn't walk down my aisle from the back of the room. And if you're in the front of the room, you walk down my aisle and you see this mask and you automatically turn off the aisle. Right. Um, it was just, it was, it was compounded you know, by, by that. So Saturday for me was insanely disappointing. Um, you know, you and I talked, you tripled my sales on Saturday. Yeah, no, it was, like I said, it was, it was pretty good from beginning. To... It was a normal Saturday. I mean, I don't know how else to put it. It was, it was, um, golly, it was up there with like New York Saturday. I mean, obviously New York was not what everybody is thinking. You know what I mean? Right. So, but yeah, it was, it was, it was very good. I was very, I mean, again, too, this was, this is our first time at this show. So everything we have is new. You know what I mean? Right. Right. No. And you know, for me, once that, that mass of humanity ended up moving out, I picked up. So I, you know, I legitimately think that just that mismanagement right there, mm -hmm. um, you know, with photo ops, probably cost me you know a, a really strong performing saturday yeah and I, I, you sent a picture too you sent a picture too and it was crazy how like just busy everything was there yeah and just kind of packed in yeah and you know when you exited the photo ops you didn't exit towards my booth you exited toward you know the middle of the room kind of down and down the aisle where they, uh, you know, they pass by like uh, uh, Chris Bauer, uh, you know, they pass and then they pass by your booth too. Right. So right. you had, uh, you know, I didn't even have the people walking back past the booth. So it was, uh, it was pretty rough, but you know, still, you know, still did okay on Saturday for, you know, for the circumstances. Right. Okay. And the hours for that were it was ten to seven, right? Nine thirty to seven for VIP, I believe it was. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so then uh, let's let's jump into Sunday then. You know, Sunday is what saved this show for me. Um, you know, I I did almost as much on Sunday as I did on Saturday, and you know, I I was expecting half that. I was expecting to, you know, to do half of whatever it was that I did on Saturday and, you know, and chalk this, this show up as kind of a loss. Um, but, you know, coming out of it, 
I, I'm shocked at how well I did on Sunday. I didn't change, you know, I didn't do any of the panic, you know, oh, let me, uh, you know, let me change my prices and do some sell-offs and do this and do that. No, nothing like that. It was, it was legit, like, just selling stuff, people buying, and then people finding me. That was the, the key there is I had a lot of people that were like, oh, my God, I've walked around the entire show floor and I didn't realize you were here. Let me buy some stuff because I need some stuff. Um, something else that happened, and I don't know if you had this happen or not, but I had a lot of people that have bought from me in Boston yes. and New York yes. that were like, oh, my gosh, you're here. You are out of this. Do you have it? Yeah. Yeah, I had a lot of that. That was that was kind of nice, and I think you know, for for me, it's a good one too. Like you know, you can do New York, and they're probably going to see you again and get the stuff that they missed out on in New York. But yeah, I, I had. I mean, now that you mentioned that, I had. I, I mean, I want to say twenty or thirty people that were at yeah. one one of those or both. So, and and, you know, because I'm stuck in Florida, you know, I don't, I'm awful with geography and I'm always thinking like, they're like, yes, you know, I I came from Bala. I was like, geez, so far away. Or I saw you in New York. I'm like, geez, you travel all the way, but it's really not that far. (laughs) Exactly. It's a few hours. Like, it's like you you go to Disney. As I found out in my uh, Uber ride on Sunday. Yes. 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 Uh, Which we got to, we got to talk about once we, uh, once we get past everything. Right. Right. So. So um, overall, overall, it was a salvageable show. I mean, was, I think you had a really good show, right? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was very good. It was. Um, I'd say top five show. We like we we were up there close to. Well, maybe not close to New York, but we were up there. Yeah, it was good. Okay. I mean, I, I put it this way. I, you know, when you re up, you only have to put a certain percentage down. I re up for the whole thing. Gotcha. So. Yeah, I I did uh, I, I I talked to the promoter on Sunday. That was that's one thing that I gotta I gotta really like I gotta give Mike credit for. Um, you know, he he said I'm gonna come around and I'm gonna talk to you on Sunday. Um, you know, and kind of find out you know how everything went and whatnot. He he walked by. You know, we talked for a little while. Um, you know, and he asked me how everything was. I, I was you know I was brutally honest. I think that's uh, that's something that you're always going to get from me is, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you. Um, and he told me, he said, you know, I, I wish I could have moved the floor plan around a little bit to put somebody that would have made more sense being right here. Um, but you know, we'd already set the floor plan. Um, you know, you came in the week before, you know, cause, uh, cause of a special circumstance, um, you know, let's, let's get you somewhere else next year so that you have a great show. Right. And you know, I, I appreciate that. Like, as somebody that runs a show or, you know, partly runs a show with him, you know, I, I love that he also wants to make sure that his vendors have good shows. Yeah. I, I just met him on Sunday morning actually. Um, and he was super nice and he, he was talking to a bunch of people that walked up about some of the similar stuff that you just mentioned. So he seems like a very, you know, like a good, nice guy. And like, he, you know, he wants the thing to succeed. And this is what you said, the 10th year? Uh, yeah, yeah, 10-year anniversary. Yeah. Year. 
So the show's been around a while. People know him. People know about the show. And the turnout represented that, in my opinion. It was a really high turnout. So, um, I, yeah. It was, it, was, it was definitely a well-attended show. I really wish that, uh, that I could have gotten over to the arena to, to look at how that was laid out. Because I know, yeah. you know I, I've talked to some people that did okay over there. And I've talked to some people that just smashed it over there. So, you know, it, it's kind of a six and one half dozen the other type thing on, you know, what's the better spot. I feel like the main room is probably the better spot, but we don't have any celebrities in there. So not everybody has to go in there. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to go over there, but I wanted to, I mean, the, all the, I know all of the Disney princesses were there, which is always a big thing for us. Are they in that area too, that you're talking about? Uh, they are. They're in the arena area. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was. Um. Yeah. Whenever that they're at a show, you know that that's usually a good bump in sale for us sales for us because of the fact that the, you know we have some some good princess uh, art. Yeah. And, yeah. It's uh, okay. <laughs> and I know. I know you like the uh, the aerial ones. Yep. I, I do like that. Uh, that that uh, the boat scene. Yeah. 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 I'll have to get you so, the canvas. Uh, I appreciate that. Um, so, when you when you left, because you know they they want you to pay your taxes before and everything, mm-hmm. you had to leave early because you had a, a insane flight situation. Um, yeah, you were you were probably able to to like give all your stuff to Mike and then get your taxes done pretty quick, right? So where my booth was located, um, he sets up the table literally right next to my booth so once i saw him setting up i hopped over my booth and i went right over to him and i was first in line i did the taxes i did the uh the re-up and i it took me all of five minutes so so i opted to start breaking down because i it's that whole vendor mentality of let me be the first in line instead of just saying let me get broken down and then let me go over and pay like it's, it's that mentality of I'm gonna be the first one over there. Let me get in line. Um, I don't know why as vendors we we like waiting in line. Right. Um, but uh, you know, I, I started breaking down, and I was like, you know what? It's been it's been like an hour and a half. Let me go over there and look to see where this line is. There's like 50 people in line at that point. And I'm like, ah, screw this. So then I go back another hour later, and there's still 50 freaking people in line. Yeah. And, you know, Patrick had come over, and he went and waited in line, like, right when that, uh, you know, that hour started. And he finally, he walks over, and I'm almost done breaking down the booth. And he's like, oh, I finally got through the line. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> so then, here's where it gets great. Um. I walk over and I look and there's like 35 people in line now. Like, man, screw this. Let's go eat. So we went and ate. Come back. After we had gotten done eating, now we were going for like an hour and 15 minutes. The person that was in the back of the line was just at the front of the line paying their taxes and re-upping. And I was like, holy crap. But the great thing was there was only like 15 people in line at that point. So I hopped in line, uh, did my taxes, taxes Bob, 
helps uh, helps out. This is one of the shows that, like, I, I've never had somebody that is from the state be like, oh, hey, by the way, you can take these as deductions. Your hotel costs yeah. can, be, can be deducted from your taxes. Your parking can be deducted from your taxes. Correct. And your food costs can be deducted from your taxes. Yeah, absolutely, which is what I did. Yeah, I I was like, holy crap, I'm because I was I was expecting to pay a couple hundred bucks in, in taxes and I ended up not paying close to that. Yeah, no, uh, that that that's definitely what I did and it's funny cuz people were coming up to Mike and going, you know, "Hey, my taxes and what about is it okay if I do that?" and he goes, "Look, I don't care if you put one dollar or one million dollars. He's like, I just need to collect a form from everybody in here. So I'm not looking at it. I'm not verifying. And he said that's up to you and the tax guys. Yep. So it was it was just funny that people were like scared about it. But yeah, no, I deducted I, I deducted the booth. I didn't tell even the extracurricular Uber drive that I had to get home. So let let's let's talk about that because there's a couple of other things that I've got to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk about loadout. Loadout is a freaking nightmare. Um, but let, let, let's talk about your Uber ride. So you booked a flight at 9.30. Correct. From so, freaking Boston. Right. So when I when I booked the flight, um, I was like, all right, I want to get home Sunday night. So let me book, you know, Friday to Sunday or whatever it was, Thursday to Sunday. Um, so I'm, I'm scouring around, scouring around, and I – I guess I just put Fort Lauderdale and I didn't put Fort Lauderdale airport. So it, you know, it searches for anything near Fort Lauderdale. So it found PBI, which is great for me. Actually, no, I, I did search for PBI. I'm sorry. I did search PBI and I didn't, um, I don't know how it, I guess I just put Rhode Island and not Providence, but Either way, it, it said, yeah, I found a 930 flight on JetBlue. So I was like, all right, perfect. I'll take it. And it was really cheap. I was like, sweet, I'll take it. So, and I normally fly Southwest, which is what I flew there. But this one was JetBlue going home. And it was nonstop. So it was like 930 to like 1230. So I'm like, this is perfect. I'll be home by, you know, before two. I got jujitsu class in the morning, you know, pajama, pajama party. What do you call it? Pajama uh, wrestling. Yep, pajama wrestling. You're a pajama ninja. Yeah, so that's at six in the morning. But so I was like, yeah, okay, book it. I booked the flight. You know, no, didn't think about it again until, you know, how how long before? But did you and I talk? And I was like looking at. Oh, it, it was like two two days before I think. Yeah. When you were like, oh god. I was like, holy crap! I got to get to freaking Boston. Which again, remember what I said earlier? I don't know my geography much, so I'm thinking, holy crap! I got like a ten hour drive. <laughs> you know. <laughs> And so I'm like freaking out and I'm looking at the, we're looking at train stations. We're looking at all this. Cause I'm like, the Uber is going to cost me $10,000. So in the end, I, you know, I, I wound up going with the Uber route and um, it wound up being like $92. It was an hour and five minute drive with traffic. And I was in the airport by seven 30 and I have, um, I have an airlines card that i'm able to get in their lounge so i was there like two hours early so i just went in the lounge and hung out hey so I, you yeah. know i <laughs> i, I kind of gave you a hard time because no you, know, you would never you, i know i know you could have saved that money just 
left super early on uh, on Monday. I, I but I get it. I get wanting to be home. I get wanting to uh, you know to get there and get it done. Um, because I'm gonna tell you right now, and loadout for me was tough. Um, you know we got we got back in there and I finally got onto the dock. It was like it was either 10 or 11. I can't I can't remember what time. But it took us a couple hours to get loaded up. Like I didn't like lay down in my bed until like one fifteen in the morning. Oh man. Um, yeah. Yeah. A little, little side note, by the way, I'm driving and uh, the Kalahari, which is uh, in the Wisconsin Dells where they hold uh, Colossal Con uh, West, I think is what it was, maybe. Um, I just drove past the sign for it. I just uh, thought that I would tell everybody about it. I want to go to that place because it's supposed to be the bomb. But anyway. I was going to say, um, I don't think anybody cares, but okay. No, nobody cares. <laughs> uh, so when I get up to the dock, they put me literally in the furthest spot from the door. So I, I'm wheeling all of my crap across this, uh, you know, the, this loading dock. And it, it took forever to get everything in. And, I, you know, I didn't sell as much as I thought I was going to. So I was coming back with more than what I thought I was. Um, so, you know, at the end of the day, it, uh, it wasn't like loadout kind of sucked. But I've, I've had worse loadouts, like Dallas. Um, let's see, who else has a has a freaking awful loadout? New York Comic Con. <laughs> like, there's there's been some worse. So the, you know, the loadout was tough, but it wasn't uh, wasn't terrible. No, that's good. And I noticed um, there wasn't a lot of spots. Like when we were coming in the mornings to kind of restock coming up to that load dock, I noticed there wasn't a whole lot of area for parking. So I can only imagine it must've just been a debacle with all, I mean, it wasn't a gigantic show floor, but still there was enough vendors in there to make it. I'm sure it was just crazy. And then that big yeah. ramp, it, uh, I guess it kind of reminded me a little bit of Tampa. Yeah. Only yeah. The, ramp, yeah. the ramp is not covered, you know, only smaller. Yeah. Yeah. It was similar though. You got to go up that ramp and you kind of have that, find that area to park. But it was, yeah, it was much smaller. So, yeah, yeah. The, the guys were really good though about like not giving you a hard time and just taking you longer than thirty minutes to unload. Um, so that was nice. But there, there was one, there was one kind of, uh, kind, kind of like black eye, I guess, that uh, that stands out from the show. And, I, you and I didn't talk about talking about this, but I definitely want to bring it up. There's a that I've seen in multiple, um, you know, big connections, small connections. Uh, you know, we banned him from from Anime Town shows um, because he uh, he came in, he lied about what he was selling, and uh, and got into the show. Um, you know where I'm going with this, don't you? Yeah. So he's a vendor that runs. It's, it's called Razzle Dazzle. Um, it, it's a gambling operation. And it, it gets people to, uh, you know, to put more and more and more and more and more money into the, into the game that he's running, hoping to be able to, um, you know, hoping to be able to get some of these prizes. And I think it was on, was it on Friday that he got arrested? 
Something, yeah, it was Friday or Saturday, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, he uh, he posted on, got out, came back to the show, and quit doing his, his game, and instead was doing a raffle for, like, the PS5 that he had, and so on and so forth. So, um, you know, I guess this is kind of a, to the promoters that are out there, um, this guy, you got to keep an eye on your show floor. You got to yeah. keep an eye on who's coming into your show because this guy lies about what he's what he's doing. You know, he uh, he claims that he's selling stuff. Or he claims that you know he's got the um, you know he's doing giveaways or what have you. And it's not the case. He's running a legit gambling operation. And I, I do believe the what is it, the FBI. Has a, has a, you know, has it on their thing saying it's a legit scam. Yeah. Um, so I, I bring it up because it was a big, you know, it was a big deal. It was in the, uh, um, in the news there in Providence. Uh, but also, you know, it, it goes to show one, somebody was watching something on the show for, but two, like, vendor or uh, promoters have to start keeping an eye on their show floors because this guy's been in some of the shows that that we you know we've told people about him and they, he hasn't been removed and he's ended up back in shows so like it's a little you know a little sketch but a lot sketch uh-huh. just a bit of a sketch sketching it a little sketchies but a um, little sus a little sus yes that's what the kids say right yeah, something like that. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, keep an eye on uh, keep an eye on that. I uh, you guys can reach out to us if you wanna wanna know like what the vendor looks like or you know how the booth setup is because I I will gladly give it to you. I won't throw it out here though for uh, you know legal reasons. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. Do we have anything that we need to add to it? I mean, uh, are you are you re up and you're gonna do it again next year? Um, I, I am gonna do uh, do the show next year. I've already I talked to I talked to Mike, and you know he and I had a really good conversation. Um, we're gonna we're gonna talk in a couple weeks once uh, once it kind of gets all the reups process, and then we're gonna figure out where I can go. Um, you know, in that room because it might not be an in gap. It might be an inline. It might you know we might uh, might do something a little different. Right. Right. Okay. All right. So yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be back. I know you're going to be back. Um, I'm definitely going to be back. Yeah, we're looking at the schedule for next year. It's November, right? Again. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, basically the same weekend in November. Um, which yeah, is, the, which ele- is good. the third, the third through the fifth. Yeah. Yeah, and Meg Meg will actually be there this year next year. So. So there goes our there yeah, goes I our mean, rooming arrangement. Well, I mean, you know, we we can get a double room and uh, you know. Well, unless you're staying at the Waldorf, probably not. Uh, that's, uh, that's a fair statement. And, uh, <laughs> it's like I'll be staying at the Super 8 by myself. Uh, <laughs> but, all right, excellent. All well, right. Well, yeah, go ahead and close this out. All right, guys, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, if you have questions or want to be on the show, uh, want to do a review, reach out to us. Because we'd definitely love to get some different voices on and, uh, and 
get you guys' opinions because, look, we're not the end-all, be-all. Uh, we're not well, the aficionados. We we're close to it. I mean, close. that's true, but no. We want, uh, we want everybody's voice. Yeah, and you can reach us from uh, on in, on Facebook. We have the Con Job page, uh, conjobpodcast at gmail.com. Or how do they get a hold of you? Uh, East Coast Ariel on the Instagram. And you are? Ryan Withy 22 on the gram. 22 stands for? The number of hours we spent looking for a train ride or some sort of transportation to Boston Airport. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note thanks a lot guys we'll talk to you next week